kids, it's Uncle Adam here. And you know what Uncle Adam loves more than anything else? Getting tucked up cozy by the fire and reading a Christmas story. And this Christmas story is all about the joys of commercialism and consumerism. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Edging Podcast, where we talk about a movie, dissecting it in 15-minute increments now? That's right, everybody. To get into uh, a bit more of a groove and get a bit more logic to our madness, uh, we're doing 15-minute increments for this movie, our special holiday film, Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, yes, that, and we're going to make a nice, tight little package for you guys. Wrap it up in a little bow, each episode coming out perfectly before Christmas. We'll see how well that works, though. Yeah. If it comes out (laughs) December 28th or whatever, just ignore that. It's Christmas in your hearts. Maybe the Grinch got to it. Maybe he delayed our backlog, but, I mean, that's just a risk that comes with the season. Yeah, if your package doesn't get there on time, just blame Amazon like everyone else does. Exactly. Amazon didn't deliver your podcast soon enough, guys. The Grinch is always going in there and messing up the packages. He's switching the labels around. He's trying to ruin Christmas. He's just the modernized. Grinch came in and took my entire package. I think that's just Jeff Bezos, you guys. <laughs> oh, shit. The Grinch Grinch's capitalism. <laughs> the real Grinch was capitalism the whole time. <laughs> So, quick bit of background, we're going back to the Dunstan model, which is Adam and I have seen this movie many times, a childhood <laughs> classic, and Sam has never seen this once and knows very little about it. The Dunstan model. <laughs> it sounds so official. <laughs> a tried and tested format right there. It's a good formula. It, it, you know, don't fuck with the formula. I think that's one thing we've realized in all of our year of doing this podcast. Hey, I mean, not to toot our own horn, but... And Adam, let's go ahead and put some air air horn sounds in there. (laughs) Sam, what is the first thing that we are treated to in this movie? Turbo Man, of course. The whole whole movie, allegedly, (laughs) from what I've seen (laughs) in this 15 minutes, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Howard Lang, has got to get Turbo Man for his son for Christmas because he's wildly irresponsible. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! Wait, did I just yeah, did I just end the whole summary right there? I think you no, ruined you the didn't. whole movie. <laughs> Sam, shame on you, Sam. Here's the thing: that seems like what it's that you just summarized the whole movie, but holy shit, you have no idea what's coming, man. <laughs> Good. In oh, a very like broad aspect, you hit the nail on the head, Sam. I don't know how you did it, <laughs> but in in the the grand scheme of things, fuck no. This movie, it, it changes tone on a dime, but that's what makes it so fucking wonderful. <laughs> we start out this 15 minutes, uh, definitely the most consistent 15 minutes of the movie. We get the expository stuff out of the way. We say, see our credits where we have so many talented actors. We have Arnold, we have Sinbad, we have Phil Hartman, and we've got Jim Belushi. And Jake Lloyd. I wrote down in my notes, 
uh, five times back to back. Do not bully Jake Lloyd. Do not bully Jake Lloyd. He does not deserve this. It's not he his doesn't. fault, <laughs> and it's not his fault. It's really not. It's not Jake Lloyd's fault. He's he's a child. But, <laughs> okay, oh, everybody, sync up our audio. Everybody, keep on saying it's not jo- Jake Lloyd's fault three times. It's, it's not, not Jake, Jake Lloyd's fault. fault. It's, it's not, not Jake, Jake Lloyd's fault. fault. It's, it's not, not Jake, Jake Lloyd's, Lloyd's fault. fault. But we see this uh, like live action Power Rangers ass uh, show about a Turbo Man who saves the president's <laughs> daughter. About <laughs> son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, daughter? Yeah, the president's daughter. That's I just didn't get always the president's son. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he had that, that about sissy some... haircut. That's <laughs> sissy. Sorry, you've, you've kidnapped your son. Yeah, it, this weird Power Ranger kind of uh, set up for a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's it's bonkers. Uh, there's a bad guy named Dementor who has uh, like a team of minions and is trying to drop a, the president's son off a cliff. Turbo Man saves this tied-up child and returns him where he belongs to the United States president. <laughs> That's not his son. It's just a child that the president <laughs> might have to be cut. <laughs> the president looks like he's 80 years old. He's played by Harvey Corman, and he says one line in this entire movie, by the way. <laughs> that one line is, thank you, Turbo Man. Now the ritual can continue. <laughs> you can always count on me to hide your flight logs. <laughs> Dementor was QAnon. <laughs> Man, we're not going to have a lot left in this episode, are we? And on the twenty fourth of December, Doctor Dementor will drop the president's son off a cliff. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to drop John Biden off a cliff, you guys. Oh, and then he's going to shoot his punchy rocket fist. It's all going to come together. You'll see. Not even Turbo Man can stop me. <laughs> but then we zoom out and find out unfortunately this is not a really cheesy superhero movie this is just uh, a non-diegetic cartoon that jake lloyd uh jamie lang a little kid has been watching as he's getting ready for his karate class his karate recital is that what they referred to it as a no recital? but it's <laughs> it's like a it's like a performance thing yeah. like all the parents are there and they're uh it's the big ceremony where they present Jamie with his purple belt. But Jamie is really upset about going to his karate class because his dad might not be there because he's too busy at a holiday party. We cut right to the holiday party, and we find out that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a hardworking mattress salesman. Oh, yeah. Men be working, am I right? (laughs) This is the '90s, so our only conflict in family movies is Dad's been working too much and doesn't have time for his kids. Well, I mean, that was kind of a mood, really, growing up in the '90s. I don't know to this extent, however. <laughs> it's like <laughs> to this bumbling. <laughs> yeah, it's like time in a bottle, though. It's a nice little mirror to society. The great, I, I, the great Recession is on the way. Arnold's putting in the hours. Adam, our, our dad worked two jobs to get us through that, and we didn't care that he had to miss the occasional recital. Jamie Lang's a little bitch boy. But in Jamie's defense, uh, Howard is, in fact, seri- a serial event misser. 
<laughs> uh, I, I really enjoy the kind of I really hope this running gag continues where they just list all the things he hasn't been there for <laughs> like three times three times his first 15 minutes he's like I'm sorry I didn't see you get the purple belt so I was there you got the yellow belt yeah but not this one or this one or this one I'll be there for the Halloween parade or the Christmas parade yeah but you weren't there the last three years dad <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's just destroying him. He's just eviscerating him straight to his face. <laughs> so we see Howard Lang hard at work doing what he does, uh, handle customer service calls as the boss. And, and uh, his, his wife calls. Oh, his go secretary ahead. wastes multiple manila folders to write down messages for him while he's on his phone, reminding him that he needs to go to his son's damn karate recital. Those things are expensive. That actually made me mad to see she wasted all those. Dumb They're bitch. like a buck a piece. Fucking fire her. Women have Where are you buying manila envelopes, Adam? I'm, Adam, I need to hook you up for my manila envelope guy because if you're paying a dollar <laughs> per envelope, you're paying too much, my man. Manila <laughs> folder, Sam. Folder, Sam. Did I say envelopes? I envelope didn't. folder. Sam's what? just dumb. Oh, oh, they are different. Shit. <laughs> Jesus. All right, this is the season of holiday coming together in love, so I need you to back the fuck off my man Sam. Yeah, I'm sorry I can't beautiful mind every movie and remember the smallest minutia. <laughs> I'm sorry I can't remember the movie that I just watched three Drew, minutes ago. Drew and Adam be like, remember at three minutes, 57 seconds, when Arnold Schwarzenegger is wearing that buff, that that red <laughs> buffalo check shirt, and in the background, an AMC Hornet drives by, and you can very clearly see the driver waving at the camera. How funny was that? When Arnold's wife calls him to remind him that he needs to go to his son's karate recital, I, I love the gall of this man once again getting into horrible fathers of the 90s, where he picks up the phone knowing that he's late to his son's karate recital and says, Hi, honey, how are you? <laughs> I love that entire What could you possibly be calling for? I love that entire conversation because it could have been like laden with exposition. Like, it would have been too easy for him to say, hey, are you going to be at this? They, they mentioned the karate class, and Arnold goes straight to to his outro of this phone call by saying to his wife that she's his number one customer. And that got me thinking, maybe she's not really his wife, he's just a really good mattress salesman that he has to go and personally <laughs> test him out with a lady of the evening. I'm not your real son, Jamie. What's the difference between a lady of the evening and a lady of the night? I need to know now. <laughs> a lady of the evening's more classy. A lady yeah. of the night's an obvious whore. A lady of the evening's for when you have to work in the morning, so you just want to get this over with so you can get to bed. A lady of the evening's a beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous woman in a nightdress where you have cocktails, and maybe you, you take her home through the park, you drop her off at her door, you leave, you go home and masturbate. <laughs> the Lady of the Night is is one that makes God sad. <laughs> a filthy, vile, disgusting, banana peel in her hair, trash woman. But Adam, God loves everyone, even even the <laughs> prostitutes and, and bankers and other people. Very specifically mentioned. Look Bible it up. Verse. Put that verse <laughs> in there. It's it, I'm I'm dead serious. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Edging on Bible Quotes and Bible Trivia. Welcome to Week of Bible Study. But as Arnold finally leaves, as his son's karate recital is beginning, uh, we cut to said karate recital, and 
This just in, we have a TED watch. Um, for those out of the loop, including Sam, uh, oh, Ted I'm in the is very much. possibly the greatest character in this movie. Phil Hartman plays this uh, very strange, simpy, single dad who clearly has the hots for Arnold's wife. And uh, his own son is Jamie's friend. So Ted is at the, the karate thing, sitting right next to Arnold's wife and filming this thing as all of these housewives around him are, like, asking him to come over and fix things as he's making sexual innuendos toward them. <laughs> we gotta be clear here. They are also making sexual innuendos back. It is very clear that they do not... That when Ted came over and quote-unquote fixed the screen door... Drew, Drew, you say you say Ted is a simp, but Ted claps cheeks, so we cannot. I, oh, I'm, I, I'm. You say I do not know. Only 15 minutes in, I can already tell you, I am. Ted is my favorite character. <laughs> Sam, Ted fucks desperate housewife cheeks. See, it's funny you guys are on that because, from what I got on this recent watch of this movie, his facial expressions tell a different story. When they start making all these sexual innuendos at him, he like. His face goes bright red and his eyes like sink back into his head like he's super embarrassed and uncomfortable by it. Because he's standing next to Liz and they're screwing up his chances. (laughs) Nothing's better than that married puss. (laughs) He's being tempted by these ladies of the evening. His son annoys me. He hasn't had a line yet, but his son just looks like a fucking douchebag. Very smug. Yeah. I want to kill Johnny. I want to take a big wooden Mm. mallet and smash his head. And get my purple belt out of it. Johnny deserves every horrible thing that ever happens later on in his life. <laughs> Adam, I, I hope you know that canonically, after this movie, Johnny becomes addicted to opiates. Yeah. He's living on the streets, Adam. I, honestly, yeah, he's a little shit, though, so. Because his dad didn't get him a Turbo Man. He's on the streets, Adam. <laughs> his dad does get him life. a Turbo Man. It's nestled safely under their tree. Adam, you're spoiling the whole movie. Fuck, dude, I'm sorry. You're spoiling the oh, whole sorry. movie. Sam, I didn't know I'm we got sorry. a Turbo Man. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam. Ow. When all dramatic tension is gone, I'll see you guys next season. Adam, you were a karate man, right? Yes, sir. Purple Belt does not come after yellow, right? Absolutely not. I want um, to make sure. So I, I looked... I looked it up myself, and it's green after yellow, correct? No, it's... uh, I know that certain dojos go in different orders, but I do not believe there's an actual order where yellow and then uh, purple. I mean, the the way that I've heard most people do it is white, yellow, orange, blue, green, brown, brown three, brown two, brown one, black. And then brown bricks? Brown bricks and karate... (laughs) Inspector <laughs> Gadget chops down some brown bricks with his karate. I love hands. chopping down brown bricks with my open hand. I didn't even know about Black Belt. When I did karate, I just got stuck on Omni Brown. <laughs> Comes after Brown 3. I got Venta Black Belt. <laughs> I have a Black Belt that I just wear with my regular pants that I pull out to wet my wife with. Oh, that's coming out Fuck too. <laughs> Adam, you're on a roll tonight. <laughs> I just woke up. I'm a little tired. <laughs> but but why can't Arnold be 
be at his son's karate recital. We know it's because he's a horrible time management person, but the movie would have us believe it's another reason. It's because ACAB. Yep. Kevin Conway, Robert Conrad, star of the Wild Wild West show, uh, shows up to pull Howard over for speeding and driving on the, the side lane of the road to avoid traffic. And Kevin Conway, Robert Conrad, was just the most uh, not having it unsympathetic douchebag cop you could oh, imagine. I do very much love the line delivery of Arnold trying to talk his way out of the speeding ticket. And then I imagine any cops in our audience, I imagine you get this all the time. So he claps back with, oh, I'm very sorry. I didn't understand that you had a reason to get out of me performing my civil <laughs> duty. Did you have an issue with the way I was performing my service? This is uh, <laughs> Sam's legal advice portion of the podcast. If you ever get pulled over, never admit fault. If they ask what you pulled you, they, if they ask what, when they say, do you know why I pulled you over? Never respond. Don't. They're just trying to get you to admit your guilt. And also, never try to talk your way out of it because they'll just get mad and then you're guaranteed a ticket. Right. If you don't admit it, everything's inadmissible. If you're apologetic, the very if, if you're a kiss ass, the best you can get is no ticket. If you take this ticket to court, it's your co- your word against the cops. the The judge is always going to side with the citizen. If you bring enough graphs and charts to explain why you couldn't possibly have been speeding, they'll be they'll probably just let you go. <laughs> this is Sam's legal advice, not real legal advice. What really gets me about Kevin Conway, Robert Conrad, is. He's very cordial until Arnold starts talking. So, is Kevin Conway Robert Conrad prejudiced against Austrian Americans? That kind of brings up another thing I was thinking about. Arnold Schwarzenegger has lived in America and been a U.S. citizen since like the mid to late '80s, and his accent has changed little, if if any at all. Not saying it's a bad it. thing. It's just something that I've noticed. Welcome back to the Adam. If you move to America, adopt our ways or go back to where you came from, Hour. No, it's just so weird because, like, I just moved from the Midwest to, like, the deep south of Tennessee, and my accent's already starting to change a little bit when I talk to certain people. So I just thought that was kind of weird. I, I, I want to say, I'm going to start the, compu- the conspiracy theory right here. He's faking it. That's not his real voice anymore. He's just, <laughs> at, at this point, it's too iconic. What, what's going to happen? One day he just comes out, he's like, Hello, I talk normal now. <laughs> I talk like Americans do now. Put that cookie down now. <laughs> what if he tried that for a couple years and nobody hired him for a movie? That's oh. kind of the reality I want to imagine. He went into an audition one day. He's like, hey, guys, I'm here. And everyone just kind of like snapped their necks and looked at him. He goes, <laughs> And then they all laughed and clapped. And they're like, yeah, you did it. We have to get to the chopper. Hurry. There is a monster out there. Don't you see it? (laughs) It's camouflaging into the jungle, you guys. If it bleeds, we surely can kill it. Guys, we gotta make our life mission to meet Arnie and ask him to, like, do an American accent. And then when he does it, we'll just corn him. Ha! That's too good! I knew it! (laughs) I knew it! (laughs) We'll start our own conspiracy theory. How long? How long have you been faking the accent? Everybody follow us at Druinon for this conspiracy. We need a weekly segment just called Druinon with like music and stuff <laughs> where you just present a random speculation about an actor or a movie. Speaking of segments, uh, Ted Watch. 
Uh, so as Arnold finally gets home after getting held up by Kevin Conway. Robert Conrad. Cop and uh, gets a speeding ticket. Oh, he hey, finds... Rick, can we go back? Just This yeah. is just like a five-second thing. After Arnold gets his ticket, he drives to the venue, sees that there's no cars in the parking lot and all the lights are off, but still keeps mumbling to himself, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. <laughs> he, he very clearly did not make it. Unless he was going to go see the janitor cleaning up his karate <laughs> ceremony afterwards. For a romantic tryst. <laughs> <laughs> I did make it. <laughs> Why would you grab that broom when you can hold me with your strong hands? <laughs> but then Arnold goes home and he sees that Ted is up on, his, on Arnold's roof putting up Christmas lights. Not Arnold's Christmas lights, Ted's Christmas lights. He had some extras, and he thought, why not spread a little Christmas cheer since Arnold's been so busy, he just hasn't put any up yet. And maybe that'll get him in closer with the wife. <laughs> Ted's getting inching closer and closer to the puss. He's doing like a pub crawl. <laughs> around He's this crab walking his way on over. Ted's just thinking to <laughs> Ted's just thinking to himself, what do women love that gets them wetter than anything else? They love Christmas lights and men on roofs. I will do both. What do women love more than anything else? Ted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Phil Hartman nails this character so much that it's impossible not to like get sucked up in his bullshit. <laughs> uh, it it was a really sad day when we lost Phil Hartman. The guy was an absolute. He was an absolute cl- comedy classic, he, comedy giant on SNL, The Simpsons. He had a really bright future. Rest in peace, my man. So back to funny Austrian man <laughs> <laughs> who can't talk so good. Ted talks. Oh, oh man! <laughs> That's our final segment where we talk about how much we love Ted. Ted talks. <laughs> It's time for closings. <laughs> Arnold goes in, has a mini domestic with his wife, and then Jamie's a little bitch boy to him, and as Arnold's trying to apologize, Jamie runs into his room. I've never seen anyone, like a child or otherwise, huff and puff upstairs while holding a juice box. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, to be fair to Michael Keaton, we are treated to the Arnold Schwarzenegger improv hour. Yes. Said where Arnold <clears throat> tries to be silly by putting on Jamie's karate belt and starts making karate noises. That wasn't scripted, right? I'm honestly upset you guys are, are, are shit-talking uh, old Howard Lang for this one. Because honestly, in the situation, I feel like that's probably the best thing he could have done. <laughs> <laughs> he tries enough. to engage about the belt, is like, oh, alright, well, if I can at least make him laugh at me. <laughs> I gotta say, the, the mise-en-scene of Jamie's room is actually really good, too. That fucking... I hate Marvel, but that Captain America wall looks pretty freaking cool. I hope my wife is ready. We're gonna sleep on, on our bed underneath that. True story. Some guy at work today asked me if I watch Marvel... If I if I watch any Marvel movies. But I misheard him because it was loud. And I thought he said, have you seen any Arnie, mo- Ar- Arnie movies or Arnold <laughs> movies? And so I very enthusiastically replied, I'm watching Jingle All the Way tonight! And he just <laughs> stared at me. <laughs> Little so did what's, you know. what's wrong? What did I say? Not an not a jingle all the way fan. <laughs> yeah, man, Turbo Man's joining the Avengers. <laughs> it's true. He's in Endgame. And he's in Smash Bros. 
<laughs> if Triple Man's in Smash Bros, I would play that game all the fucking time. Weirdly enough, though, they added Jamie to the Nicktoons fighting game. I actually think Arnold does a pretty good job of just playing kind of like a downtrodden father in these few scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we could have delved a little bit deeper into, like, giving him a reason that he's a workaholic or showing some kind of uh, wedge that is being driven other than with his son. His wife seems angry, but for his son. She doesn't seem really to give a shit, like, throughout the entire movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I dig. I, I would have appreciated it's, something like, you know, uh, we had to take out another mortgage to pay for the, the Captain America <laughs> painting wall. So I have to pay for it. <laughs> we had and to I, pay for licensing rights. <laughs> and I got to go back and say that apathy? That's what Ted lives on. <laughs> <laughs> Ted's the landlord. He's the wedge. You can't pay your mortgage. You're going to have to pay it, pussy. <laughs> In Ted's house, pussy is always legal tender. <laughs> Got any odd jobs you need doing? Any holes you need filled? I gotta say, I'm loving these Ted Talks segments. <laughs> Ted Talks. Ted Talks. Ted Walks. Ted Knows How to Fuck. Like the Sleech Brothers. Yes, sir. Sam, what does... What does Arnold promise to Jamie to make up for this blunder? Oh, well, of course he's going to get him the Action Man doll. But there's one small problem with that, isn't there? What's that? Oh, of course. He was already supposed to get it two weeks ago. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. <laughs> further, further cementing Arnold as bad 90s dad. <laughs> he lied to his wife that he bought the toy, but he was too busy working to actually get the toy. Dude, she already called you on it. Just admit it. <laughs> but if he admits that, he will admit to the world that he is himself is a failure. And as we'll see later, getting a Turbo Man doll isn't nearly as easy as one would think. Turbo Man, Turbo Man. Yeah, he's always out of stock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another Druinon conspiracy here. What if there is no such thing as a Turbo Man doll? And Liz just wants her husband out of the house so she can fuck Ted. <laughs> Shut the fuck Ooh. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honey, why don't you go find the, I don't know, fucking Turbo Man. Yeah, that sounds like a thing. Don't come back until you found it. <laughs> it don't, it's only in stock in the Walmart in the east end of town. Traffic, mm-hmm. rush hour, you'll probably take you an hour and a half to get there and back. Maybe two if Ted's had his little Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me, Ted doesn't need Viagra. No, no. This is what Ted lives for. He's got glasses, so he's obviously impotent. Yo, I'm wearing glasses right now, you fuck. So so am I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to let that slide, though. I was going to let you pass on it. I wasn't going to destroy you like that. Sam pushes glasses up. (laughs) Here's a question for Ted Talks. Uh, Is Ted interested in Liz because he wants her sweet, sweet puss? Or is it to cuck Arnold? That's an interesting question. I think we'll have to keep this in the back of our minds as we continue on in this movie. Yeah, I feel like the yeah. dynamic will really reveal itself as we go. I mean, he gets plenty of puss as we see along the way. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need there's, it, but he something... wants it for some reason. I really like that as Arnold is lying about the doll, he's wearing an Olympics t-shirt. Because, I mean, if there was a lying to your wife Olympics, that performance <laughs> just brought him the gold. 
I bought the Rock'em Sock'em robot toy. With the boy's box that has the five phrases. <laughs> it says it's the terrible charm. <laughs> I know that Arnold's, you know, like a living meme, but in all seriousness, he does crack me up. He's, he's a fun actor. Yeah. He's made some fun movies and given us some very fun performances along the years. But the next morning, Christmas Eve already... Uh, Howard lies to his family again, saying that he accidentally left the toy at his office, so he needs to go pick it up. Of course. But this puts him in conflict, because the big wintertainment parade is this afternoon, and Howard's always missed it. So he promises his son that he's gonna be home in time to go with them. In all fairness, though, he promised he'd be at the karate class, he promised that he'd get the Turbo Man doll... We'll see later on that promises don't mean dick to this guy. Yeah, we have no reason to believe he's going to keep up on that. <laughs> he's just an unreliable narrator, man. This whole movie's a fucking fever dream. If you told me the next within the next 15-minute segment he completely forgets about the Turbo Man and it's never brought up again until the end of the movie, I would buy it. <laughs> at, the end of the, at the end of the movie, he goes, My life isn't a tragedy, it's a comedy. <laughs> he dresses up as Turbo Man and dances in the mirror. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot Ted on Ted's talk show. <laughs> Ted talk. <laughs> you're laughing? You didn't get your son a Turbo Man for Christmas and you're laughing? You get what you fucking deserve. Alright, with that, I think it's time to bring it home. With the final Ted, Ted, with the final Ted talk segment, yes. where uh, Ted almost murders Arnold with a rabid reindeer. <laughs> yes. We, we know very little about this. Because the 15 minutes ends with Arnold asking, what the hell is that? As Ted <laughs> just runs up to Arnold with the rabid reindeer on a leash. The reindeer kind of... Ted doesn't necessarily run up to Arnold. The, the reindeer kind of brings Ted over there. Mm. Mm, I'm not convinced. If I get him out of the way, <laughs> then I'll have free access to that grief pussy. <laughs> What we didn't see off camera is Ted stole, like, a pair of Arnold's boxers or something, was rubbing it in the reindeer's face to get him all riled up. Here's the scent. Destroy his testicles. <laughs> if you destroy his penis, his wife will turn to me. <laughs> because I, Ted, have a penis. <laughs> okay, Sam. Uh, I want yeah. you to plot this out for us. We haven't been able to do this since Multiplicity, yeah. so I want you to tell me, just from this setup, give give us a, a very broad plot synopsis of where you think this movie's going. Okay, so you, as you guys already alluded to, there are a lot of twists and turns, and I, mm -hmm. I know I said like the whole plot is that, but obviously I expect it not to be quite that straightforward, so I think what's actually going to happen is that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to get sucked into the TV and he's going to be in an episode of Turbo Man and he's going to become one of the Turbo Man characters. And then somehow, canonically, by being dragged in the TV, they'll produce the action figure and for Christmas, he's going to give Jamie an action figure of himself, his father, with Turbo Man from the show. It's the best gift of all. Not only has he given his son Turbo Man, he's now inserted himself into his son's favorite show. You know what? In a vague sense, that's actually pretty close to what happened. And, and then, and then Ted's, <laughs> and then Ted being unable to come, he dies of ball explosion when they just get too full. <laughs> and they just pop. 
Sam, maybe that's it's, it. It's, maybe Ted has to fuck or he'll die. He's like a shark. If he stops fucking, <laughs> he'll die. <laughs> Sam, it's eerie how correct adjacent you are to this. Like, I don't yeah. think any of that happens, but the spirit of it d- is reflected in a few things that happen later in this movie. Oh This boy, is not wait. staged whatsoever. If you've seen the movie, then you know that Sam pretty much got the nail on the head. Holy like, shit. He's just off, like, on a little bit on the X-axis. I did it! <laughs> it's, like he took, it's like he took the wrong turn at, at, at the beginning of the trip and then followed the correct directions the rest of the way. I ended up in town over. Yeah, That's he ended so up in town over. To be fair, that's about as 90s of a plot as you can get. So but, I But no, Sam, it, it doesn't get he doesn't get sucked into a television, thank goodness. Ah, shoot. That'd be that'd be crazy if that happened. Yeah, that definitely doesn't happen at minute 26 second 55. That, def- that definitely doesn't happen and you can cut if you if it if you want cuz it kind of undermines it. <laughs> definitely doesn't happen in Last Action Hero, which I just confused with this movie. <laughs> Which I also have never seen, but just know that that happens in it or something, kind of. Yeah, yeah, Arnold's, similar. Yeah, Arnold gets sucked out, of the, out of the TV into the yeah. Room. Oh, okay. It's, it's like Jingle all the way, but in reverse. It's a suck out versus a suck in. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and Ted can tell you all about that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I got the avapositor fired up. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's what happened. Maybe maybe this movie's set in the '90s. Maybe Ted's the only man in town who'll go down. <laughs> That could be, man. What? I don't be. want to do it. It's gross. <laughs> that was a really it's bad one. It's, it's hard to do when you think about it, the accent. you got to just kind of go with the flow. Can anyone else... I, 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 whoever can get that line best in the Arnold voice gets it in the final cut. You can cut mine out and put the best one in. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, I really we'll wanted an out for it. my bad impression. <laughs> <laughs> we don't claim to be good at impressions here. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have some fun riding in the sleigh, laughing all the way. The weather outside is frightful. And This movie is so delightful. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. I've been Drew. I've been Sam. And I've been Adam. And happy holidays to you on the Edging Podcast. Christmas Wonderland Spectacular. We'll see you around the roaring fire next week. We'll be roasting chestnuts and eating Ted's nuts. Ted's nuts roasting on an open fire. Get your son a turbo man. And if you don't, Ted'll fuck your wife. Chris Columbus. James Belushi.